Well, hello and welcome everyone to the Robin Walter Show. God bless you, part of the Red Sky Radio Network. Oh boy, do we have a lot today to cover. A little bit of news. You know, as things get more combative, I guess you will say, the times demand more of us as to what position we're going to take, what we're going to do, what side we're going to be on. Uh, the more people make decisions based on they're real convictions, some for the better, certainly some for the worse. I recently was booted off a station because uh, they considered the program too political. Well, it's always, I've done this for 18 years. Um, and I've been on that station for, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years. And it's always been the same, kind of the same deal. But there's some people are ready to hear the truth. Some aren't. Some want more of it. Some don't want any of it or certainly want less of it. But you know what? This is an interesting thing. When some door closes, I know that sounds like that line from The Sound of Music. with Julie Andrews uh, speaking to uh, who was Reverend Mother Teresa. No, it was Mother Teresa. It's Reverend Mother in the Abbey. She said, you know, when God closes one door, he opens another. And interestingly, we have an opportunity here maybe to be going on a large influential station in the city of Philadelphia, of all places. Well, never been there, but maybe I might get there uh, in voice. We'll see. All right. I promise to start with good news. I'm going to end with um, some thinking news. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start spiritually and cerebrally and spiritually. Okay. Is that fair enough? And these first three, first three pieces today, we got, we got good, we have great, and we had fabulous. As far, in, in my opinion, as far as the news stories coming out. Um, but I do want to call attention to the listeners of this program to be sure and get Sunday morning with Robin Walter, whether it's on any one of the podcasts or rumble, um, which, uh, the, the program is entitled be a part of the greatest generation. It's an encouragement an admonition to be a part of the greatest generation. And I think that you'll be blessed and uplifted by that program, as I hope you are in this, even though this program is mostly informational. But here we go. Out of the good department. I love it when people rise up and simply overcome that which is evil. There's finally, in some little area, enough good people that rise up to overcome the evil. And they did that in the Ohio Senate, which the other day, overrode a uh, DeWine, who's a, who's a Republican governor, supposedly, supposedly a Republican governor. Uh, they overrode his veto of a bill that would ban surgeries, training surgeries for uh, children under the age of 18. The left went absolutely bonkers, absolutely bonkers over this thing. And they're F-bombing the Republicans in Ohio because, you see, every time a piece of moral legislation passes, who comes out with, who comes out with the F-bombs? It's the left. 
because they are they cannot believe that there is somebody who is audacious enough to speak out and actually say something that convicts them of their sin. So like Romans 1, where they said they didn't want to retain the knowledge of God in their conscience anymore. You have to get rid of it. Because if you can't if you don't get rid of it, you're going to get convicted by it, and they can't stand it, and out come the F bombs. And uh, God bless the Ohio Senate for overriding DeWine's veto. I mean, um, I don't know why he ever vetoed it in the first place, but you know, and I've noticed, you know, the uh, the left seems to have a very, very ridiculously small vocabulary. So they got abortion, uh, they got homophobia, they got transphobia, gender affirming care. What else they got? Climate change. Islamophobia, critical race theory, and uh, and to support all the others, out come the F-bombs to, against anybody who opposes any of the foregoing. All right? That's their vocabulary. Not much. But anyway, that is story number one. Number two, and this is tough. Actually, I've gone from good, not just to great, but two that are fabulous. And this is a... F- First one of the fabulous ones. Um, And this is the showdown in Texas. I love this. So Texas, as I read on the air to you last week, Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution, which gives every state the right in the case of protecting its own borders against an invasion or any situation that will not admit of delay, meaning permit delay, They go ahead and do what they want to do. They don't have to wait for the feds. They don't have to yield to the feds. They don't have to yield to the Supreme Court of the United States. Which, amazingly, Amy Coney Barrett uh, had a brain lapse and sided with the Biden administration that the feds have the right to come in and cut the razor wire, which they were using to protect their own borders from an invasion. Amy, baby, you're you're off. John Roberts, you're never... you're only predictable in disappointing us. That's your only predictability. Forget the Supreme Court. You have the right. This At this point in the Constitution, it says, will not admit of delay. Well, delay means having to go to a court. A state gets to do whatever it wants to, to, uh, to pro, uh, protect itself against an invasion. Just tell me, are 6.2 million illegals storming across the border an invasion in what, two years, three years, two million a year? And so what has Texas done? God bless Texas. In fact, I was online the other day looking for land in Texas. I used to own some. I bought some, and then I sold it, and I, I don't know. But God bless the state because they say, forget you, feds. You take down the razor wire. We're going to put up more, and we're going to put up more because we get to protect our own borders and back off, you guys. You don't get to tell us what to do when it comes to defending ourselves. You do not have the right to strip us of our right to self-defense. Oh, man. God bless those guys. I mean, 6.2 million illegals in the U.S. in the last three years? Through the uh, pardon or the parole 
or the whatever, I can't even think what it is, through the uh, parole loophole, they call it. I'm not going to even get into that. And then if you saw this video the other day, there's these bunch of Moroccans that just walk across the border, and the reporter there, the guy doing the article, asks them where they're from, and this is a guy's quote. If you are, this is on film. If you are smart enough, you'll know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon, he said, with a very grave voice, you're going to know who I am. These are terrorists who almost come right out and admit it because they know that the Biden regime isn't going to touch them. They want this country wrecked. People say, how could Joe be so stupid? The question is, how could Joe be so evil? How could Barack Hussein Obama be so evil? How could Gavin Grusom, blood on his eye teeth, Newsom, be so evil? It isn't stupidity, folks. It's evil. It's wickedness. I mean, Biden isn't even keeping track of how many farms China is buying in the United States. I have a piece of land. I'm not going to even tell you what state it is. In the Midwest, I'd like to swap it for something else. I've got it up for sale. Realtor called me. He said, you know, we did have a party of interest. And I said, uh, really? Well, tell me about it. And he said, well, they didn't make an offer, but uh, he was, a, from what I could tell, he was a Chinese national. That's right. I'm not going to sell to the guy. <clears throat> Too many people are because they get a lot of money. And, and how is China buying uh, up the farmland? Where are they getting all this excess money? Because we import a whole bunch of Chinese crap into this country. And we end up with an imbalance in the in the trade deficit and they got all these they got all these dollars what are they going to do with them they come back to the united states and buy our land okay that was related to the texas story about standing up to the feds giving them the fist and the finger if you have to i wish arizona had the guts but we can't do it because we got a loser loser governor so does new mexico california we don't even have to talk about But that is a great story. May it be the beginning of a secession. If that's what's necessary, so be it. Come out from among them. Be ye separate from those who would cause evil. The next one, this is probably arguably really the best of the the three today. It's close between the text and this one. And this is all of the thousands, not tens, not hundreds, but thousands of schools that are at risk of closing. Government schools due to massive drops in enrollment. I'm going to quote here from, um, from World Net Daily, a brief paragraph. It just says here, The pandemic is one of the worst things that happened to public education in years, and the teacher unions and the Democrats made it even worse by repeatedly postponing the reopening of schools. Many parents were also horrified to discover the woke content that is being taught. Across the country, people found alternatives in homeschooling, charter schools, and private schools. End quote. The loss of students in some areas is now touching on 30%. You see, the left thought they had everybody by a stranglehold. 
Oh, we're going to keep kids home. We're going to take control. We're going to do this online stuff so that we, the teachers, can get grossly overpaid by getting the same pay, keeping all our benefits when everybody else is losing money, losing their jobs. We're going to keep our jobs, and we're going to keep our benefits. We're only going to have to do half the work because we're doing it online. Huh? Trifecta of all these things. No work. We get to control the kids, and then we get to uh, uh, do it online, make it easy, easy peasy. Well, guess what? When it went online, parents started looking at what the crap that their kids were seeing, were being taught. And I'm going to prove, I prove this. I'm going to flip this, maybe flip it around to prove it. I have something I'm going to cover later in the program to prove just how bad the schools are. And if you heard last week's program on the Sunday morning with Robin Walter, the title of the program was Grab Your Kids and Run. The devil is after your children and your grandchildren and your neighbor's children and grandchildren, and frankly, anybody who's under about 18. So 30%, there's one district that's closed 12 schools. They need to be put out of business. But on the left, in pushing their leftist effort, see, Satan typically overplays his hand. I got control. I want more control. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to steamroll them. And somewhere in the process of steamrolling, some people wake up and smell the coffee, which a lot of people did. Now, I've been encouraging parents and grandparents to listen to this program for now, what, 12, 13 years out of the, well, no, I've been on the air 18 years, but certainly in the last decade, routinely encouraging people to get their kids out of government schools. Because what are they learning? Well, they're not really learning anything. You want to you focus on misinformation? Go to a government school. You want to talk about disinformation, go to a government school. I guess I better prove my point here uh, to, to what they are learning from a pit of hell. If you go back, all right, let's just, uh, let's, let, let's start with the baby boomers. So the baby boomers are, they contend by survey and multiple analysis of the baby boomer, boomer generation, 4% claim to be homosexual, all right? Gen Z, Generation Z, which sometimes described as 12 to 27, other times as 18 to 20, I'm sorry, 12 to 25, 18 to 27. I read it, it seems like people have a, a difference in what constitutes Generation Z by a couple of years. But let's just basically say from high school to far past the end of college, it doesn't stop before age 25. It doesn't start before 12. There's your age range. 4% of baby boomers claim to be <clears throat> LGBT. How many of Generation Z claim to be LGBT? This is just out this morning. 28%. 28%. Now keep in mind, Generation Z are the grandchildren of baby boomers. The millennials are the children. Generation Z are the grandchildren. So if queerdom was genetic and 4% of the boomers were so-called LGBT, then it would be about 4% of Gen Z. But it's 28%. It's 700% more claiming to be queer 
bisexual, something they can't, something they won't identify, who knows what the heck it is. A, we know it's not genetic. We've known that for a long time. There's no queer gene. But my point here is where did they go from 4 to 28%? In the government schools. If you don't give a rat's rear end about your child or grandchild, you'll send them to a government school. You'll get what you pay for. Zero. But this is great news. The thousands and thousands that are voting with their feet. They're getting out of Dodge. Oh, boy. And they're not listening to Joey No Brains Biden. I really thought this was pretty good. It says uh, one out of every three Biden supporters, one out of every three Biden supporters is just as stupid as the other two. Uh, That came in from uh, a listener in California. I appreciate that. (laughs) That really is good. One out of every three Biden supporters is just as stupid as the other two. Ah, and Joey, just how much does he despise you and despise me, anybody? The ones that Barack Hussein Obama referred to as those who stick to their guns and their religion, the Second and the First Amendment, what Barack, baby, totally loathes and opposes because uh, he's, a, he's Muslim. I mean, I remember the quote he made, the quote of his, nobody has the right to insult the prophet of Islam. Get lost. Go down in a plane crash, Obama. Who cares? Go buy another $10 million mansion with money that you'd never earned. But here's, here's Joey giving the finger now to gun owners in a speech. Again, he did this once before. He says, oh, and I love people who say the blood of liberty, or excuse me, the tree of liberty is watered with the blood of patriots. Well, guess what, man? I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have assault weapons. And if you really want to worry about the government, you're going to need an F-16. Can you believe the arrogance of this pompous, brain-dead, immoral, whatever. Those are the adjectives. You can supply the noun to which the adjectives modify. Look, you want to fight us? Get an F-16. Hitler couldn't have said it better himself. Stalin couldn't have said it. Fidel Castro couldn't have said it better. Idi Amin couldn't have said it better. Kim Jong-un couldn't have said it better. You want to oppose us? then you get something that's better. You get an F-16. Well, you know what, Joey? Maybe Texas already has F-16s if they secede, Joey. You got a bunker in the White House? I don't know. You want? Are you trying to beg us to attack so then you can call out the military? You're itching for a reason to put down everything with guns? <clears throat> and by the way, this whole speech was attacking assault weapons. You're talking about using the federal government as an assault. And by the way, Joey, what are the guys carrying that are protecting your hiney? Assault weapons. They're not using pea shooters. They're not BB guns. They're not single shot 22s. They're not using muskets. They're using automatic weapons. And we don't even have automatic weapons. We have semi-automatic. So if it's an assault weapon, 
then why are you using, why are you guarded with nothing but assault weapons? Who, Joey, are you and Cammy, baby, and uh, all the others? Who are you going to assault? <clears throat> the arrogance, the ignorance, the pomposity, the evil of this man is beyond description. Okay, let's move past that and get to better parts of the election, if you will. I want to jump into the New Hampshire primary briefly, briefly. Um, I want to just go back, and this isn't any effort to pat myself on the back. I knew Nikki Haley was a rat from the very beginning. I have relatives who really like her. They kind of drink in the Kool-Aid. Um, from the very first debate, which goes back about four months ago, I shredded her on that debate after that, and every and her numbers just kept going up. <clears throat> oh, she's really sharp. Oh, we need a woman. We need blah, blah, blah. Nikki Haley is actually a very demure prostitute for the left. Figure that out. Demure prostitute. She looks like one thing, but she's actually another thing. The fact that 70% of her vote in New Hampshire came from people who were not even Republicans. And she thinks that this is her man <clears throat> mandate to march on. Is she simply trying to stay relevant in the event that uh, the left goes to the ultimate to get rid of Trump, i.e. assassination? Well, does the left want him dead? Goodness sakes, listen to Jimmy Kimmel the other night. The left wants him dead, cheering uproariously. Imagine if you had a program about Biden and everybody started cheering about his death or that uh, Obama was executed or something, whatever, and everybody started cheering. <clears throat> the FBI would be hanging out in those in the Hollywood dressing rooms waiting for the whoever encouraged that to come back and arrest him. I pray for Donald Trump's safety. If there's... Yes, I pray for his wisdom. I, I pray that he uses his words more wisely. And we'll get to that in a bit. But number one, I pray for his safety. The left wants him dead. They made it very clear from Kathy Griffin holding the bloody fake head of Donald Trump, for which she never got arrested, to the Jimmy Kimmel circus the other night on TV. They are very open about it. Well, here's something i got to say to Trump, though. He's got to knock it off talking about her. He has got to quit talking about her. Donald, use your mouth more wisely. She's dead in the water. Do not beat a dead horse. Forget it. Just let her go. The, long, the more, Donald, you talk about her, the more you keep giving her relevance, the more you keep giving her news stories. Because every time, the media doesn't want to talk about you, Donald, but when they do, they're going to talk about you railing on her, and that just simply is more publicity for Nikki Haley. My. Well, a lot of people are calling for Haley's to, to quit, and, and she should, but she keeps going. Uh, Wayne Allen Root's got an interesting take on this, and I'm going to get to him in a minute here. But here's a thought. As, as she keeps moving left, and she, she's all over the map. That's why she, I say she's a demure prostitute. 
She'll say whatever is necessary to please an audience, but say it with the kind of sweetest little southern accents you could possibly imagine. And somehow she thinks that people that are against her might be anti-Indian, because she's of Indian descent. Well, guess what? Two of the greatest patriots this country's ever had are Dinesh D'Souza and Vivek Ramaswamy. They're both Indians. I put them up there against anybody. I don't know Vivek, but I know Dinesh. Great, great people. Great, great patriots. I mean, it seems unfair that in America should be able to get the best that India had to offer. But I exclude Nikki Haley on that one. But here's a thought. Maybe, it's pretty crazy, as she keeps going left, maybe Biden thinks that his ticket to victory would be to ask Nikki Haley to be his running mate. Wouldn't that be interesting? Now, obviously, Donald Trump can't pick, and he shouldn't. I mean, gosh, if if Trump, let me just say this. If Trump, some Trump, some people think that Trump is going to be forced to pick Nikki Haley as a VP. In other words, we're going to have a replay of the Ronald Reagan picking George Bush. Why? Because Ronald Reagan got forced to pick George Bush, and some say he was actually under threat of execution, that Reagan would be assassinated if he didn't take George Bush. In other words, they wanted the deep state, <clears throat> they wanted the rhino to back him up. Reagan was old, maybe he wouldn't finish his presidency, and then they get the candidate that the left actually wanted, and the rhino, the rhino Republican group wanted. I can't, I can't prove that that order of assassination was out if he didn't pick him. I've just read about it, and it wouldn't surprise me. But for Trump, uh, if he were, first of all, I can't imagine him picking Nikki Haley. Uh, but if, if he did, number one, then Trump actually really is stupid. I think he's a bright man. But if he if he has a, a breakout of stupidity, it would be manifested by picking Nikki Haley as vice president. And why would they want Nikki Haley as vice president, the rhinos, and the left, who's voting in Republican primaries, some of at least New Hampshire? Why would they want Nikki Haley as vice president to Trump? Even if it meant Trump getting elected. Well, here's why. For the same reason, George Bush, number one, was the VP to Ronald Reagan. The top guy, good man, old man, second person, no good. And in my opinion, Donald Trump picking Nikki Haley to be VP would be signing his death warrant. Death warrant, that's right. If he dies by natural, he got assassinated. Haley then is president. Be signing his death warrant. No, he needs somebody like Ramaswamy or somebody like that as his insurance policy so that if he got knocked off or he died of natural causes or what have you, the man taking over is Trump 2.0, except he's actually smarter, smart as Donald is, Ramaswamy a lot smarter. He's Trump 2.0. He can he can rattle off the Constitution and historical facts better than almost any American native. Well, I guess he's a Native American. He was born here, but.
but basically any um, uh, what am I trying to say American by inheritance almost somebody who just reflects uh, a lineage of people who have been here for some time I don't care if they're if they have their masters in history Rama Swami can beat them up I don't care if they have a master's in math or, swa- uh, or science. Ramaswamy can beat them up. He would be Donald Trump's insurance policy. Well, <clears throat> I mentioned the thing about uh, Wayne Allen Root. And I don't know if you know him. Uh, he's a, he, is, um, he is a extremely conservative, secular Jew uh, from... Uh, Las Vegas. I want to meet him sometime when I'm there. I read all of his stuff. Uh, you think I go, I'm outside the lines? Well, he says it better than I do frequently. But the question was that he raised is, why is Nikki Haley still running? And I'm going to quote him here. He says, that is an easy answer. Because she isn't in the race for the good of America or for the good of the GOP. She is in the race only for Nikki. She is staying in the race to gain fame and fortune. She wants the celebrity bestowed by the liberal establishment elite on anyone who stays in a fight against Donald Trump. Nikki wants to be the hero of mainstream media, Hollywood publishers, I'm sorry, Hollywood um, programmers and publishers in New York, which will get her bigger book advances, bigger speeching fees, and maybe a talk show. Bottom line, for Nikki, it's all about fame, fortune, and money. The money, honey, of the GOP. We'll be right back. The Robin Walter Show is a listener-supported program. Your contribution goes to help as many people as possible to hear that the Word of God has answers to help you survive and even thrive in the dark days ahead in this country. We pledge to bring you the critical information you need to make informed decisions in this age where big tech and big media have conspired to rid our country of everything Christian. Please send your support to Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. That's Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, Uh, we are back, Robin Walter, with the Robin Walter Show. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, that dates me. That really dates me. Walking the Dog by Rufus Thomas. But why did I play Walking the Dog? Because if you are a so-called conservative and you're still supporting Nikki Haley, you're simply walking the dog. That's all you are. And you're walking the dog right into a New York publisher, a Hollywood elitist group for some talk show with MSNBC, CNN, 
You're walking a dog. Now, you know what? Before I, I leave this topic about her, there's something I need to share that's really important. And it's sad that the station that I got cut off on is out of Nevada because they needed to hear this. Um, the up, we have an upcoming, or they have an upcoming uh, caucus and primary very, very soon. And this is what people need to know, that the mainstream media, if you're, that's what you're watching, will never, ever, ever tell you. You see, the, the primary in Nevada is meaningless. It's meaningless. You say, well, don't they get the, the delegates committed? No. There are two things that go on in Nevada virtually simultaneously. The primary a Republican primary, and then a the Republican caucuses. It's important to understand this so you can decipher the news when you hear uh, their obvious deception, misinformation, and disinformation from them. The Republican caucuses are what select the delegates to the Republican convention. So the, the caucuses is what matters. If you win the caucuses, you win Nevada. The primary gets no delegates. It's a beauty contest. That's all you can do. I mean, that's all it is. You get no delegates for winning the Republican primary in Nevada. You get all of the delegates, or proportionally, I'm not sure which, but to the caucuses in Nevada that actually are what commit the delegates to the Republican National Convention. This is why Donald Trump referred to Nikki Haley as a bird brain. Because, but maybe that's not, maybe she, maybe Wayne Allen Root is correct as far as her ulterior motive here. She chose the primaries, which can give her no delegates. But it'll be a beauty contest and a beauty show because who's in the primary against her? No one. Trump's not in the primaries. You have to pick one or the other. Trump chose to be in the caucuses, the ones that actually choose the delegates. That's a smart thing to do if you really want to be president. But if you really want a talk show, if you really want to be one of the talking heads on CNN or get book advances and all of this kind of stuff like Haley does, then you choose a primary because it's a beauty show. But, but what's going to happen in the news? All they're going to tell you in the news is that Nikki Haley, slam dunk, virtual unanimous support, wins the Nevada primary, which doesn't mean crap. And she will be out there, the demure prostitute that she is, talking about how she took Nevada. While at the same time, but unbeknown to most people, she got absolutely slammed into the dirt a complete political face plant in the GOP caucuses, which actually do select the, can to the, the delegates to which they are then committed. Okay, so now you know. All right, boy. All right, I'm going to move off the, the politics for a second here. Well, maybe, who knows, maybe the rest of the program in part, but not quite. Amazon, all right, I don't buy from Amazon unless I have absolutely no choice. Absol I like to abuse Amazon. I like to sign up for their Prime so I can get free shipping. And as soon as I get what I want, 
uh, then I call in and cancel, and um, and I get a prorated refund. So I save on the shipping. Do it all the time. I don't know. Like apparently they have the policy because not enough people are do that like I do. Um, but they have uncorked a program called uh, on Amazon Prime Video called the Has Been Hotel. Has Been H A Z B is a boy I N. Why is this unique? It's because they blatantly, and it is blatant from what I can see of this, portrays angels of heaven as being distinctly bad. And it portrays Satan and his minions as the good guys. Yeah, the good guys, supposedly. And so what what does it say about our society that a corporation like one writer would say would be doing this to our children? There have always been these sleaze bags out there, but no 800-pound gorilla like Amazon pushing it and people like Amazon, so they go along with what they say. Uh, this gentleman, and I quote him, says, quote, It is important for leftists to redeem hell because it is important to replace the natural moral order as ordained by God with human will. In other words, what he's really saying is with everybody doing that which they believe in their heart is whatever they believe in their heart is right to them. Human will trumps God's moral order. The goal of the leftists in attempting to redeem hell, the goal is to become civilized. Well, what would civilized be? Civilized would mean, well, this is this these demonic things and all this aberrant behavior that comes from the pit of hell, this is normal. This is our society. In other words, it is Sodom and Gomorrah. They want that to be normal. And, in, and it was normal in Sodom and Gomorrah. Quote, redeeming Satans and, uh, and sinners is about elevating the animal appetites of humans, but then putting them at the top of the moral ladder. God's moral order must be replaced by human will or preference, right? And where all the transhumanism is not only incoherent, but it is a rebellion against all that is good. Drag queens, pedophilia, licentiousness are based on a rejection of God's strictures, and that we cannot have. So well said. Uh, but there's your Amazon. So uh, think that over the next time you order from them. I mentioned last week very briefly, but now it's come out just how bad this is. Uh, the bill coming out of Maine. You think most of these things come out of California and nah, Massachusetts, New York, Illinois, Hawaii, which is totally screwed up. Um, but Maine. Of all places, where a law school friend of mine once told me, he said, ah, Maine, where the men are men, and uh, so are the women. Now, he said that in jest 30 years ago, and it was funny. But this is uh, Maine uh, has a bill called the Act to Safeguard Gender Affirming Care, which is going to grant the state emergency jurisdiction over children whose parents 
object to their minor children getting sex change procedures and other so-called gender-affirming medical interventions. You know what? I mean, let me before I go into what this actually covers, because this is spreading to other states. Gender affirming. Would you be gender affirming? Well, yeah. I, gender affirming means affirming that boys who are genetically male are male. They have male DNA. You can't change it. I don't care how much surgery you got. You still got male DNA in a, in a guy. Forget it. You can't change that. Impossible. So gender affirming is really leaving things exactly as they are and confirming and affirming to boys that they're boys and girls that they're girls. If somehow they're kind of screwed up uh, in their prepubescent years, there's time for that to get squared away. And for the left, who are the architects, uh, well, they are. Now, they are the architects of misinformation and disinformation, always accusing the right of doing that. But that's the left. They always accuse the others of what they're doing themselves. And so misinformation and disinformation originates from the left. One of those points of misinformation is the use of the term gender-affirming care. They're communicating misinformation to ever suggest that a boy could be a girl. And Haley, Nikki Haley, who didn't have the guts to answer the question, could a boy become a could a man become a woman? She didn't have the guts to answer the question. Get the hook for her. Sheesh. But this bill, which they're debating hotly, close to passage, is going to prevent courts from considering the taking of parents' children who want to have sex change operations or think they do. That nine year old who got screwed up in a government school. It's going to prevent the courts from considering the taking of that child from the parents to be an abduction. In other words, the law of kidnapping will not apply to take a child who claims that they want their body mutilated at nine years old from the parents will not be considered a uh, a kidnapping, essentially, by the court. Be the court that can do it, and no court can say that, no other court can say that it can't be done. It's going to allow for temporary jurisdiction of a child if they're unable to get such care. It's going to bar law enforcement from participating in any arrests or extradition based on out-of-state warrants related to the laws against sexual mutilation of children. In other words, so somebody goes in to the state of Maine where maybe they can't get a sex, a sex change operation. They take the child to California where you can mutilate the child. It's going to forbid the state of Maine to attempt to extradite the criminal who, who abducted the child back to Maine for jurisdiction and deal with them accordingly. Which, interestingly, biblically, the, you know what the punishment was for kidnapping? It was execution. Kidnapping kids, you got the death sentence. And, of course, then they go on to a, a state that gender-affirming care includes genital mutilation, sterilization, chemically, various other interventions, hormone therapies, cosmetic surgery to align an appearance with gender identity. 
And to top it off, the children taken from their parents now can access the kids. The 10-year-old can go, who is, t- who is stolen from the parents, can access state-funded money covering the costs of the irreversible and disfiguring procedures. So not only get the state k- kidnap the child from the parents, the child can then, at, at, in effect, make the taxpayers pay for their own mutilation. How do you get more demonic and hell-bent than the state of Maine? No wonder they vote supported Biden. Oh, boy, boy. Hey, it just keeps getting better, doesn't it? Well, one last one here. I thought this was kind of interesting on this particular topic. Well, not quite. There's a tranny doctor by the name of Wallace Wong, doctor of psychology. And he has a complaint. And his complaint is this. He's complaining that there are not enough blacks getting sex change surgeries. That's right. He's pushing DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, in the tranny world. Now, I was, you know, I gave a shout out to my black brothers and sisters for not running out and getting the vaccine because blacks disproportionately rejected the vaccine vis-a-vis whites. Higher percentage of the black population rejected the vaccine. It didn't matter what they brought in, LeBron James, who the heck, Barack Obama, they weren't buying it for the most part. I mean, the majority did, but it but the number that didn't was a higher percentage than among whites. And as my shout-out to them back then, you guys go, you guys go. Man, you got it. We're with you. We, you, you understand this. And now this guy is lamenting the fact that there just aren't enough blacks uh, causing irreversible damage to their bodies. So the 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 percentage of what, uh, whites that are getting sex change operations is, I think, something like 700% higher than the relative percentage of blacks getting sex change operations. Way to go, you guys. You're the smart ones. And then last, but on this particular topic, uh, you know what, I'm going to skip it. I'm going to run out of time here. It's just another maniacal tranny getting guns, wanting to kill uh, people who are allegedly transphobic. You know, I, I'm actually coming around to the point where I think I'm in favor of gun control, where it means you do not sell it to anybody who claims to be a transsexual. You don't sell guns to trannies because they're unstable in all their ways. They're the ones, every time I pick up a, a, a new article, it's about some tranny wanting to kill straight people. It's never about the straight people wanting to kill trannies, even though the LGBT, QRSTUVWXYZ crowd contends that they're under threat of punishment and violence and uh, or murder from straights. All a lie, but, but they're, uh, they're of their father, uh, who, Satan, who is the father of lies. Okay, let's switch to somebody a little more boring, um, but equally as pathetic as Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum, as you know, is this group of hoity-toity, basically white left-wing elites that want to control the world. 
that meet in Davos, Switzerland every year. And while they scheme and everything, it's closed off. People can't get in there. The only things that ever get out is something that gets leaked by somebody serving water or what have you. But in the the past, their biggest issues have been, in no particular order, but they all rank really high, would be uh, climate change. They're all about climate, climate change, climate change. Why climate change and not global warming? Well, because there isn't any global warming. They've been really, really big on championing queer rights. They're big on championing abortion because most of these people want smaller, uh, smaller population in countries and to the world as a whole. So these are the representatives from the governments, universities, nonprofits. And uh, they go there and they give these speeches and everything. And Klaus Schwab is a major influence at the U.N. level. But they actually have a new target. This year's emphasis of the World Economic Forum really wasn't climate change, although it come, came up. wasn't queer, LGBT, QSTUVWXYZ rights, although that came up. wasn't about, about abortion now, abortion forever, abortion at any stage, anywhere. Kill the child of your choice, uh, even as they're coming out of the birth canal and in a few countries for the next 30 days thereafter. No, they have set their sights on what they now think is the biggest problem. Now, understand why they think this is the biggest problem. Because what I'm going to tell you that they consider to be the biggest problem is why they aren't getting to where they want to be with climate change, queer rights, and abortion. They've waged war on free speech. That's right, free speech. Of course, they call it misinformation and disinformation, of which they actually are the architects, but we've already covered that. You, you blame somebody else for the, something that you're guilty of. You slug some kid, and then somebody asks, why'd you slug him? Because he hit me first. Well, that didn't happen, but that's the defense. You see, they've come after free speech, wanting to shut down their, exploring all the different ways to shut down free speech, because it is the free speech that still remains in a few places, which is inhibiting and providing speed bumps in their objectives as it relates to climate change, queer rights, and abortion. They can't get those on, through on their merits because there are no merits. But if you can come after and, and get to the point where you have essentially censored everybody Now, in the censoring process, you can effect these other changes that have that really are sitting at the top. Free speech is a enormous speed bump to the UN, to the World Economic Forum, to every any governmental elite. Free speech, because as long as somebody, as long as two percent can speak truth, it disables and dismembers the ninety-eight percent speaking lies. That's why the World Economic Forum hates free speech. And Klaus Schwab, I should add, went on and predicted that now with artificial intelligence, and of course the left is very supportive of our artificial intelligence because they have really no natural intelligence. So they've got to rely on, rely on something. He's predicting that artificial intelligence will make future elections obsolete. Guess what? Elections are part of free speech. 
elections. Done fairly. All right. This is a spiritual, cerebral point with which I'm going to close. And that is I want to discourage people from using the word democracy. Everybody's talking. The Democrats always talk about saving democracy. Please, please, please learn that democracy was hated by Jefferson, Lincoln, Washington, the great statesmen, the great architects of the United States hated democracy because what was democracy? It was often called mobocracy. It means majority rules. You see, if the majority rules for everything, we have no minority rights, do we? We don't have free speech if the majority decides you don't want it. If you don't want to have uh, the right to self-defense, if you want to have the right to self-defense, if it's just simply majority rules, which is democracy in its purest form, then you don't have your gun rights. You don't have the protection against unreasonable searches and seizures. No, you don't. You don't have a protection against anything in a democracy because what the mob wants, the mob gets. That's a democracy. It's why the left wants to get rid of the electoral college so that the little states can be overwhelmed by the big states and everything happens based on popular vote. We have a constitutional republic. And why is this also biblical? Because the Constitutional Republic says there are things in the Constitution that, you, that a government can't do no matter how much popularly elected people, the mobocracy, wants. doesn't matter. You can't do these things unless it gets to such an extreme number that you can then pass a constitutional amendment. It is really for biblical reasons to make sure that our God-given rights are not routinely and easily trampled and overrun by people just voting as a mob. We vote for representatives. The representatives then vote. And there's a court there that ideally, ideally is there to enforce those things that are in the Constitution to protect the rights of minorities. You see, in a pure democracy, you would never have had the amendments dealing with the emancipation of blacks. Never. No, you would not have it. As long as the majority, it, it had to get to a critical point. It had to get to a critical point to be able to get those amendments through. They were not easy. And it took a supermajority to get those passed which they needed to be. But you see, without the Constitution, actually, if the mob's in control, the blacks would still be on plantations. We'd have everybody being aborted. We'd have no right to defend ourselves. And the idea and concept of the Constitution was, frankly, to establish a system of ordered liberty. Not governmental rights, but ordered liberty of individuals the root of which was the right to maintain and practice the faith and the ability to defend yourself against those who hated your faith. Religious liberty, ordained liberty, are really one and the same. The founders saw that. So quit using the term saving democracy. Substitute saving the constitutional republic. North Korea is called the Democratic Republic of North Korea. Goodness sakes. Don't say that. 
knock democracy out of your vocabulary and use what? That's your test. Constitutional Republic. God bless you all. Sure enjoy this program. I hope you enjoy it. This is Robin Walder encouraging you to sit tall in the saddle, America. Remember, you ride for the brand, and that brand is the brand of Jesus Christ. We will see you next week.